here we go. This is it. Episode 207. No Laugh Track Podcast. Acme's No Laugh Track Podcast. Right here, Acme Comedy Company. My name is Justin Severson, the host. Uh, thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. Uh, last week, we had some uh, return favorites. Cy Amundsen, David Huntsberger. Next week, a return favorite. Andy Kindler, really looking forward to that. This week, a newbie, someone I've never met in his first time on this podcast. It is Alan Strickland Williams. That's one person, three that, names. That's right, yeah. Sometimes I can act like three people, but for the most part, yeah, usually just one. <laughs> is uh, Which one of those, is, is that, here's a dumb, we're going to start with a dumb question. No such thing. Real name? Real name. They're all. Um, those are just, just my full name. So Alan is uh, my first name. That's also my mom's maiden name. Strickland is my oh. middle name. That's my grandmother's maiden name. And then Williams is my last name. Okay. Yeah. So is there anyone in your family that feels left out that you didn't take their name? Uh, yeah, but they're dead. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we start a show. There we go. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, coming down and joining me here on a Wednesday afternoon when the weather's nice. I, I appreciate it. Um, last night, when did you get to Minneapolis? I got in around uh, 3 or 4 p.m. Yesterday? Yesterday Tuesday? on Tuesday. And I think I was here for maybe an hour and some change before the um, sky fell open. <laughs> right. So, uh, so, yeah, it was kind of a kind of a, a wet welcoming. but. Yep. Um, I grew up in Florida, so I'm used to that. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida's got, or we have nothing on Florida when it mm-hmm. comes to rain, really. Uh, have you been to Minneapolis, Minnesota? Any my, history here at all? This is my first time. I don't think I've ever even been through Minnesota. I think the closest I've ever been is probably driving across the country one time through Chicago, maybe, or Missouri, <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah. Hey, there's an exit that says Minnesota's up north. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, that's dude. You're headlining Acme. Your first time in Minnesota. I, I'm I'm lucky to be here. I'm happy to be here. And from what I've seen so far of the people in the city, it's fucking great. Yeah. How was how was the show last night? It was really fun. You know, for a um, we're coming off the July Fourth weekend and everything. Uh, and there were there literally were like, oh, actually during the show, I heard multiple, um. Cell phones get the flash flood warning <laughs> during my set, and I was talking about how California's in a drought while I was on stage. So, but that all that being said, with the three day weekend and the 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 weather and everything, it was a great crowd, and they were you know um, they were brave and 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 mighty, and uh, we had a great time. Yeah. You know, the, the only thing that would have made that better is if you were to have been doing a story about like uh, Christ coming back to, and then <laughs> and then his cell phone goes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's flash floods everywhere. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> Don't be alarmed, everyone. Last night was a uh, yeah because of that weather. It was a weird night here, and I was over in St. Paul working the Adele concert. She uh, tried to get me to go up there, but I, yeah, I couldn't. I, I had to you do. Sh- yeah, you should have. I had to. I had to. You know, I had to. I had a job. <laughs> I had to do my job. 
one of my one of the guys I work with was uh, was he was giving his critique of the show uh, last of the it, Adele show last night. And he's like, but she must not have much material because she sure talks a lot during the between songs. <laughs> and I said, you know, I think her fans show up for that. Yeah, for for her chit chatting and most of my comedy audiences they have the reverse complaint. They're like, he doesn't sing enough. So <laughs> I'm trying to incorporate some numbers into my act so that you know look out for that. Yeah, and I and I'm gonna let you take full credit for this one, Alan. The uh, the Twins set an interesting record last night, the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. Lowest attendance ever at Target Field. That does not surprise me. Yeah, I, not, and I'm not making that up. 16,938 was their attendance. It doesn't surprise me. I watched um, the game. I went over to uh, the Free House or whatever it's called over there after the show for a little um, late night a nightcap or two? for a yeah. beverage or two. Um, and uh, And, yeah, they had it on. There and uh, there's low attendance at the game and low attendance at the bar. So it was, uh, you know, I felt like, I felt like I was there. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's because you were here at Acme. The twins couldn't, they couldn't give away tickets yeah. last night. Twins, me, Adele. I mean, Twin Cities. You're just spoiled for choice. Right, right. And the other thing, you know, and we're not going to compare your your uh, you to Adele ticket sales because uh, thank it's you. not fair. Well, also, it's just happened so many times in my career at this point that I just really wish people would stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm like, why am I? Why this is like apples and Adeles, you know. <laughs> She, uh, you know, most people, a lot of, not most, but like quite a few people got tickets to her show f- uh, as Christmas presents. And I, if we go back, I don't think at Christmas time anyone knew you were coming to act. Right, So it's right. really not fair. No, it's, yeah, that's completely bogus. It, it's really not fair at all. Um, and I also learned uh, this morning, uh, scouring the internet, that today is National Fried Chicken Day. I saw that too on, uh, you know, whatever, on some social media pl- thing, and I I, I love uh, fried chicken, chicken fried chicken. Do, do you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm from, you know, pretty southern family, and, uh, you know, I get drunk and go to Denny's a lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> My daughter, one of my daughters, calls it chicken on the bone. Chicken on the bone. I like chicken on the bone. I like that. That's yeah. nice. Uh huh. So happy National Fried Chicken Day. I had a Reuben for lunch, so we, I, I didn't hit it up. There's always tonight. Yeah, there's always time for fried chicken. Damn right. So we're let's see. Since it's your first time here, we should probably, or the first time on this podcast, uh, we should probably do a little background cool. on uh, your start in comedy. Cool. Um, where should we start? I saw you. Were you were raised in Florida? You've mentioned were yeah. I, um, I I I grew up there, um, and uh, you know, for like I kindergarten to high school, and okay. then I left for college and wound up in L.A. and that's where I started um, doing stand up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you left to for college. I left for college, and then um, through college, I did some. I did an internship in Los Angeles after uh, my junior year or whatever. And then uh, that kind of led me into a job once I graduated and got me out there. And I just wanted to go out there for, honestly, like the weather and just to kind of get on the other side of the country. But um, I I started doing stand-up when I was out there and kind of just took off from there. How was was childhood in Florida? Hot. um, Pretty hot. Pretty muggy. Pretty – I mean, Florida is just a really – Let's Crazy put it this twice. way. I used to, uh, as we were talking a little bit before we started recording, I did a radio, I was on a radio show for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And the oddest stories out of sure. the United States 
come from Florida. Well, and there's a I I really do think that heat makes people crazy. Mm-hmm. I really think it does. And beyond that, um, you know, if you're if your whole state's basically like uh, you know, the air conditioning's out, people are going to start acting up. People are going to start acting crazy. Uh, and then also Florida's just a weird place. It's lit- literally the whole thing is a swamp. There's prehistoric lizard kings walking around on all fours, 10 feet long. There's snakes. I mean, it's, it's a jungle. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, of course I, I one time was just, you know, I just for shits and giggles, I was like, I wonder what's going on back in Clay County. That's where I'm from. Uh-huh. And I just looked up, uh, you know, so the local paper or local news, whatever. And this is a few months ago. And uh, one of the headlines was so funny. It was like, snake knocks out power to thousands in Clay County. And then I read the article. And then like a few paragraphs in, they're like, this is the second time it's happened this month. I'm like, well, <laughs> something's something's going on. If 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 if, if we've got a snake <laughs> fucking with an electricity problem, you know, maybe maybe we should move north. Was there know. an uh, artist rendition of the snake that people should be on the look for? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a really good police sketch drawing. <laughs> Um, yeah, long tongue, uh, skinny, skinny, two really big teeth in the front, I think. Um, yeah, tat- looks like tattoos all up and down its back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Resembled a boot. Yeah. Hisses, was always hissing. <laughs> Did you guys ever have any, uh, any wild animals sneak into the house when you were growing up? Mm, I don't think we ever had anything that bad. We would, my dad and I would golf a lot and we would see... Rattlesnakes always on like the putting green, you know, and um, stuff like that. You see a lot of alligator. I used to run cross country, so we'd run all over. Um, and you know, a lot of times you're running next to a retention pond or a real a creek or whatever, and just halfway on your run, you just you know almost step on an alligator. Do you ever get used to seeing alligators that much? Oh, I'm pretty desensitized to it now, actually, and they're not really that bad or anything. It's just. You know, every time I go back and I see one, just sort of sometimes they'll just walk around if you live near water, and I'm like, wow, we're it's like a Jurassic, it's like a poor man's Jurassic Park, completely. <laughs> yeah. If uh, uh, you know when you know a question the kids are often asked, what's your favorite animal? Mm-hmm. I I stand by my favorite animal is alligator. Is alligator yeah. really? I think I they're like fascinating. That. I, I love like that, that. their their mouths kind of look like they're smiling. Yeah, they're the they're Besides. they're probably just ate marshmallows or a. Uh, neighbor's dog or something uh yeah no they're i i i'm i was upset i mean you know when you're a kid you know, like you're obsessed with dinosaurs and all that shit yeah. so yeah i loved them but now i'm just like you know they're you know they're just it's just so crazy to me just to think about they're like 12 feet long they're like animal killing machines and yeah. they're just walking around florida <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous and then every now and then of course they uh people get them as pets up mm-hmm. here yeah and then they can't handle them then they, all of a sudden it's like i think there was an alligator spotted in lake minnetonka wow. like really <laughs> that's oh, happened. wow yeah yeah all the exotic like animal trade comes in through florida apparently because yeah. i don't know maybe it's just easy to sneak them in 
<clears throat> or I don't know, the alligators working on the inside, snake them in or something it's like that. On, it's always somebody inside. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, did you get to do any of the touristy stuff? Like you know, so I was born and raised in Minnesota, and I've been to Florida, mm. all you know, for touristy stuff. Mm. Growing up there, do you get to go do the touristy stuff? Yeah, we would do a little bit. I mean, it, you basically just go down to Orlando for a day and go to you know the um, what do you call it, Disneyland or Disney World or whatever. It's uh, we did that a good bit. What the other stuff that you would do to go back to alligators is there's a lot of glass bottom boats. Oh, uh, I've never done Florida. that. Yeah, yeah, that was always fun. Uh, we did that a lot as a family, and um, actually the alligator farm too in St. Augustine. That was always a fun one. They nice. got they've got albino alligators Ooh. there. Yeah, and I'm not convinced it's not just spray paint. <laughs> but uh, they don't let them get wet, do yeah, they? Yeah, no. They're <laughs> please do not touch the alligators. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, you know, I grew up right outside of St. Augustine, which is like super, super touristy, um, attract location with like, you know, little walk around shops and all that stuff. So yeah, we did. I mean, Florida is kind of a tourist destination just in general. So kind of grew up with a lot of that stuff. And where you, where you living now? I live in Los Angeles now. How was that? I love it. It's great. I mean, there's some touristy vibe to it too, but Really, it's just like it's a babe every day. Like there's just the weather's perfect and people are nice. And, you know, if you're doing comedy, it's like maybe the best place to be in the country. Sure. What uh, I'm always curious about people's living conditions in these big cities. It's good. I've got some roommates. Um, roommates, I've done I've lived with a girlfriend. I've lived alone. I've done pretty much whatever mix of how you can live while there and. Um, since I travel and stuff a, a good bit and my other roommates do too, they're all comedians or writers or whatever. Right on. It's kind of like, you know, a good, it's a good creative vibe and cheap. So yeah. Yeah. makes it easy. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. Um, so we, so you started comedy. I know I, from what I was reading, you kind of started doing sketch. Yeah. I, uh, in college, I did sketch comedy um, with a group and um, kind of like, I guess you would say, like, learned a little bit how to, you know, how to at least write a joke. And, you know, even, you know, sketch is totally different from stand up. But I mean, you still learn about, you know, projecting and hitting your lines and your punchlines and your setups and everything. And then, you know, waiting for laughs and stuff like that. Had you done um, that before college? Anything like no, that? No, never. I didn't do anything like that. Um, but uh, then I got to LA, and I, I, I was not really interested in pursuing comedy per se. Maybe I, I like to write, but and I wanted to work in entertainment and like TV in some way. But I didn't think about actually doing it myself. Um, but then I realized I actually missed getting up on stage and making people laugh, and I. You know, I was like, oh, okay, well, I only know how to do sketch comedy, but I did, really didn't know anyone when I first moved to Los Angeles. So I was like, ah, well, fuck, I'll just do stand-up because you don't have to know anyone. You can just do it on your own. So I started doing that and, you know, did the open mic thing for a while and, uh, you know, that's its own hell. But uh, <laughs> kind of like just stuck through it and, uh, and yeah, a few years later, five, six years later, however... Here we are. Okay. Okay. Uh, was the contest going on here last night? The funny yeah. person. Yeah. They. But it was. Um. It was two. It was a two-person contest last night. Yeah. So it was. Um. Runner-up and winner. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it was a small competition. It was more of a duel. Yeah. But uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what else. Uh. What else they got? Have you? Did you do stuff like that? Uh. Yeah. Everyone. So I remember I used to do this one show kind of early on that was kind of like that. You do an open mic. 
and then from that open mic, the guy that ran, I think this was at the Ice House in Pasadena, which is um, a pretty good club out in LA. Um, and you, you would do this open mic, and then he would like pick a few people to go do another show, and then you do that. And there was some sort of voting involved, but you know, it was, a lot of it was like you know, bring your friends. And, sure, sure, sure. You know, um, real like uh, Chicago. Democratic uh, <laughs> voting uh, methods, uh, nice. but um, yeah, uh, uh, I did. All, I mean, I did all sorts of stuff like that. That was like maybe like competitions or you know open mics um, that like excuse me happened um, before a book show, things like that. Yeah, I might like. Uh, I always think back. Uh, like I told you before, we did started this today. I'm I've never done stand up. Um, <clears throat> And even when I think back to high school, when I because in childhood I tried to avoid any time any type of public speaking, like okay. in front of the gr- group or anything. What? How, how was? Did you ever have problems with that when mm, you were younger or anything? I was a little bit of a. I don't. I. I guess I don't really even remember. I wasn't that much of. I wasn't super into attention by any means, but I was definitely a smart ass, and I definitely. But if I knew the right thing to say at the right moment, I wouldn't shy away from it. Um, right and, you know, I think that's kind of the way I still am, maybe. But, hmm. yeah, it is crazy. You know, I people really, you know, still a lot of times what, I, what you hear after a show is like, God, it's just like I could never go up and talk in front of people like yeah. that. And I get it. I mean, I was, you know, looking back on it, I was really nervous when I first started because, I had performed, you know, with the sketch group and everything, but, you know, you're with other people on stage, so this is kind of my first time doing it alone, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, that was kind of interesting because, I mean, I always said it took me six months to get comfortable enough to take the microphone out of the stand because <laughs> I would just walk up, arms crossed, sure. sort of like, you know, staring down the barrel at it. Yeah. Um, if you could actually hide behind the, the I, mic stand. I, my body is almost small <laughs> enough to, to, to not be seen. Um but yeah, so so I, I totally get it. I and I remember after a show one time, someone told someone was like, "I just never in a million years could could do what you did." And I was like, "Oh well, what do you do?" And he was like, "I'm on leave from Iraq." I'm like, "Wow, that's why well, yeah. I could never do that." You know, it's yeah. just like so. I, I you, you know, didn't go. That, of course you couldn't. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's fucking right. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's people. People are uh, you know public speaking. That's a that's that's the number one fear. I think still. Yeah. I, I'll, it's a, one of the worst memories of my life is standing in social studies class having to do some maybe 10 minute, maybe even five minute. I don't remember that part, but I remember literally shaking. Uh-huh. You know, I had little note cards and could barely read them because my hands were shaking so much. This is this is definitely a recurring nightmare for you, right? Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, God. That well, luckily for you, we have your social studies class from sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out someone was recording. Hey. <laughs> Thankfully, there were no uh, phones with camera shit. There was barely even pagers back then. Mm. <laughs> Nobody had a phone with a camera. There. That's for damn sure. Thankfully. Very uh, thankfully. I uh, So wait a minute. Let's go back to the math here. So you've been doing comedy for, what, five or six years? I started years? in, um, uh, like, at the very end of 2009. That was when I really started, like, to go at it and do it. You know, like, and everyone says it's like when you just become totally obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, for a good year and a half, two years, it was every night I would do an open mic or write or whatever, go to a show, and that, like, just consumed everything for a while. Yeah. Well, Um, what's the last time, when's the last time you had a, uh, 
a job that wasn't comedy? Um, a while. I, I've been pretty fortunate to, to make money through comedy and, and writing and acting. Um, not much <laughs> for by any means, but enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, my last job was actually, I was just doing a radio, um, spot today earlier at WCCO and, um, I walked in and I was like, oh yeah, my last job was at a radio station. I used to work at, um, an NPR affiliate in, oh. uh, in LA at, a on a, um, what do you call it? Call in, uh, kind of t- local national news magazine show. Oh. Um, so I did that. I was a producer. I started as an intern actually and worked my way up to a producer and actually reached a certain point where they were like, Hey, you know, like you're good at this. And, and you know we we could probably find a way to like get you maybe another job at the station or whatever. But that was also the same time that like comedy was kind of taking off, and I was getting more opportunities. And it was like, you know, I don't want to wake up early every morning to work at this radio station and then be tired at night when yeah. that's really what I'm trying to focus on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was the last sort of like regular. I mean, it wasn't even nine to five. It was more like eight to. I don't know, six or whatever, whatever the hours were. Sure. Um, a job that I had. So yeah, that was the last one. You had a radio job as a producer. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I, I, and like it was good work, you know, and if you have like half a brain, I think it's, it's stimulating. It's something new every day, which is yeah. really nice. I appreciate that. But, um, yeah, it just got to the point where it was like, well, it doesn't really make sense for me to be here. And I'm sure there's, you know, for every one of me, there's 12 people that could do the job probably even better and have an actual journalism degree and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 No kidding. Huh. That's interesting. That's what I was doing. It was I was My last radio gig was producing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and I, uh, I have... I've, some of me wants to do it again, but then also I think that radio is <laughs> not what it was, <laughs> and I can still do a job on front of a microphone without having to answer to anyone at a radio station. Yeah, it's so. true. I mean, the, you know, it was interesting to kind of see how, um, you know, and this was like a public radio, you know, you know, whatever you want to say, station, and to still see kind of how corporate a lot of it was and mm-hmm. how the different moving parts. I was kind of like, I mean, that's the, that's one of the most brilliant things about stand up is like, yeah, you have to deal with the audience and maybe like club owners and bookers and stuff like that. But really, I mean, it's like you do whatever the fuck you yeah. want, you know, Pretty it's, much your, your own boss. it's your material. Yeah. It's whatever you want to say. You, you still have to suffer the consequences if someone doesn't like it or whatever, but it's like, that freedom is just so, you know, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When if we would if we would go back and look at the uh, school notes from young Alan Strickland Williams, and it said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Mm. What do you think that would have said? I think I probably would have said something like a doctor. I was very into sciences when I was a kid, so wow. I, I was I was a very good student. I was very driven um, and very ambitious. So I think I, I would have probably wanted to be. Either a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Wow! And I was like, I was like interested in politics as a kid. I mean, I still am, I guess. But I like, you know, I definitely would. There must be someone in your family that's into politics. Mm, I don't think anyone's really ever done the political thing. But like, my dad's kind of like a sort of a muckety muck lawyer where he's from, and they've been there for generations okay. and stuff. So people know him. It's you know, you can't get too far from that stuff. But um. But yeah, I uh, I was very driven, very Type A plus personality growing up, and um, if I if you read my notes, they 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 would have said some some asshole job, <laughs> some some guy that wears a suit and yells at people or something like that. <laughs> 
No suits now, though. Do you ever wear a suit on stage? Oh yeah, I wear a suit on stage. Um, yeah, I like to. Uh, I like to dress up for a show. Maybe not full suit every time, but I like it. Yeah, it's okay. good. It's like old school, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that too. Mm. That's one of the. Uh, it, it really. It, Jimmy Pardo always wore a suit, yeah, and now he's casual, yeah, and that really stuck out to me. But mm-hmm. it, it works for him. But you I, do it long enough that I think maybe you get you're like I don't need to wear the fucking suit anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Ten years from now, I'll be talking. To you, like, I, I'll no. be I'll be just in underwear, <laughs> exactly. a robe and a cigar. Exactly. Rodney, actually, that is what Rodney Dangerfield ended up doing. <laughs> See? Now I think about it. Yeah, got his own club, so he could wear a bathrobe. <laughs> um. Do you uh, let's talk about some of the sketch stuff some t- uh, uh, that you did? Sure. Are you still doing sketch at all? Not really anymore. Um, I've got a group that kind of we're kind of on hiatus right now, but uh, with some other stand ups, um, we made a lot of stuff that was on like IFC and and uh, we made a thing for Comedy Central's digital arm and and all this stuff. But what do you um, mean it was on IFC? Like it was on IFC had this thing called Comedy Crib, which is like they had a bunch of different sketch videos and web series. And actually, you know, this is kind of up in the air, but I think you know, just last week we got some email about how they're gonna run them on air actually soon. So, um, but again, I don't know any details about that. They're sure, just sure. asking for some stuff, but. Um, yeah, so I, you know, just I we I haven't done it in a while, I, and it's funny because I did it in college, and then when I started doing stand up, I was like, I'll never do it again, um, just because it's it's just a lot of work, and and working with other people is great because you can make a great product, but you know you got to work out schedules and all that sort of stuff. Just stand up is just and writing on your own. It's like it's hard and it can be lonely, but just you don't have to deal with anyone else's shit. So yeah. it's just very very like you know. A kind of easy thing to do but uh but yeah so i haven't really done sketch in a while i haven't made anything in a while but um i the the group that i'm in I, that still kind of is like a loose thing is called women and it's womencomedy.com and we've made so many different sketches that are all like you know we we, we our thing was we try to keep them pretty short because we figure like hey everyone has like a super low attention span right now mm-hmm. and also, it's just a way to kind of stand out and just like, hey, here's the joke, get in, get out, bam. Right um, so, you know, there's there's tons of short videos that will take you, like in total, maybe, you know, 20 minutes to watch if you want to check it out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I meant to ask, what was the name of your sketch? I always love hearing the name of sketch groups. Oh, what God. was the one in college? God, I hate it so much, and I like blatantly was not saying it. <laughs> um, so I went to Cornell, and it was the Cornell... Skits O Frenix. So it was it was like S K I T S O Frenix. And it was funny because a while back someone like made a um a Facebook group for like alumni and they just finally actually were like, you know what, we're gonna change this awful name. So I think now it's just the skits or oh, okay. something, which is still not great, but it's also, you know, not offensive. And then there's like there's all this history in the group too about it being like the guy like the guy that founded the group just like basically one day like stood up in a in his frat house and was like, I wanna start a sketch crew, what should the name be? And then another guy was just like schizophrenics and the guy's like, Great, that's it, we're gonna do that. And then the and then the leader left the group like the next semester. So then it's like just this awful name, and they try. I think there was like a whole bunch of like controversy when it came out for their first show because people were like, you know, like this is like offensive and people schizophrenia is a real thing, blah blah. And then I think what shut down the country was someone was like, 
you know, my brother has schizophrenia, but he's got a really good sense of humor about it. Hey, there <laughs> something we go. like that. So I was yeah. like, so then they were like, yeah, we got this name. And I, I even remember getting into the group and be like, we should definitely change this fucking name. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I always have tried to like not mention it. But, um, but all that being said, it was a really cool, like, that was pretty much my introduction to comedy for whatever it's worth, okay. like learning how to write jokes and, and how to hit, hit, hit the punches and stuff like that. So, it was a terrible name, but uh, a good experience. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty yeah. in answering that. <laughs> yeah, don't be mad at me. I can't. Answering. I couldn't lie my through my teeth on that one. I hated that fucking name <laughs> for so long. But keep in mind, like the reason I even asked is most are bad. Most are bad. Yeah, but there's a lot out there that are really bad. I, I remember we would go to these college. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like um, you know, just like a festival where it's just a bunch of like comedy nerds that have um uh sketch groups or improv groups that no one at their own school probably gives a shit about coming together so that we can all just give a shit yeah, about yeah. it together and my people yeah and then get drunk and try to have sex with each other um <laughs> which band is, camp. yeah exactly very band camp for sure and there was always like i think marist had like the hugh marists um <laughs> what else were the other ones there's like hugh marist hugh marist was like mm-hmm. purple crayon i think was one that's like, that was actually not too bad no. slow children at play that one's not great mm-hmm. um let's see recess that was good but yeah there's just a ton of them that were just so like and a lot of them were just like a pun on skit or like yeah. sketchies yeah. like the sketchies and like stuff like that so yeah, as always, I'm like, I'm like, hey, just all of our group names are fucking awful, right? And people are like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. It's like, okay, <laughs> so you promise there's no like t-shirt still floating around says so like uh, I'm a schizophrenic. I think there might be. I mean, I know that some people had them made a few years before me, so oh, really? so they're probably out there somewhere. But um, I. Do I? I might actually have some from a from a from a festival that had them printed on it, but uh, yeah, they're deep in the uh, they're deep in the closet <laughs> at this point. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so it's you did Conan already in a short amount of time. That's pretty impressive. Man. Yeah. I thank you. I um, you know the the Booker just kind of somehow already knew me. I guess through maybe shows around town, and I think a lot of that um has to do with kind of like the style of how I do comedy, which is for the most part, even in a, even in a long headlining set, it's pretty joke heavy. It's pretty bam, 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 bam. And for late night, I just think that that kind of lends itself very well to that um, yeah, setup. Completely. So, I need to bring my wife to see you. She loves the, what you oh, for the like bam, bam, setup bam, bam, punch, bam, bam, misdirection joke, joke, joke. stuff. Yeah. I, she I mean that. that, that's what always, that's what just always made me laugh when even before I wanted to do comedy, just even as a fan, I would always gravitate towards that stuff over, as opposed to say maybe like, and not there's anything wrong with this stuff, but like storytelling or like personal, um, like uh, deeper, you know. Quote, I think Norm Macdonald always calls it important comedy. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so you know, and, and I, I try to, you know, you you do if you're on stage, you do everything at some point. You have to cover all the bases, but. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that that was kind of a, it, it was, you know, 
I was just, just submitting like joke by jokes and it was either like a, yeah, do that one or no, don't do that. So it just kind of, I think it's just a little easier than if you're having to hammer out beat by beats of a story or something like that. Uh, well, let me say that I, I watched that set as, lo- as well as some other ones of yours online. I haven't seen you live because I, you've never been here before and, as we've, and, uh, and I was busy last night. So, yeah. I, so I've only seen your stuff online. Uh, very funny. Thank you. Let me, let me honestly say that. Um, I'm not going to ruin any of your jokes for you, but just while I have your attention here, I'm just going to say that the joke um, involving The Rock ah. is so short and funny. <laughs> oh, that, good. That is an awesome joke. Oh, good. Well, that I need to. Uh, awesomely need, hilarious joke. I need to take that guy out of retirement then. All oh, right. you don't do that Sounds anymore? I, I just haven't done it in a while. Sometimes, you know, I you, you have so many of these little jokes flying around. I'm sure. Some of them just you know get lost if you don't tell them a few shows in a row so yeah i don't think i've told that one on stage in quite some time actually maybe probably actually since around conan yeah. so oh yeah let's dust that let's dust that you bad dust boy that off. off yeah very funny very <laughs> thank funny. you i actually yeah i heard it and went ah! like it caught me so off guard like, that was awesome oh good good yeah. among other things but that was the one that really stood thank out. thank you thank you um had you what was the first tv thing you did couldn't have been Conan. Um, let's see. I think it actually. I did. Um, I've done some stuff that's been like digital, um, quote unquote, uh, online. But um, no, that was my first TV. You know, for stand-up appearance. I, nice. Yeah, I've been like featured in like a little. You know, maybe set a line or something and something here and there. Sure. But that was. Yeah, that's the that's that's the first stand-up. Who did you bring with to the Conan taping? I brought a lot of people actually that I started with. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I was single at the time, so I didn't bring my I didn't bring a girlfriend or anything like that. But I uh, I yeah I just invited like basically the people that I started with, the people that I used to go to mics with, because I was like, you know, I want this to be like, you know, I want to have and enjoy it and have a good set, obviously, but also it's like out of my kind of group of people that especially those that started in LA, I was the first one to get to do late night. So I wanted to kind of be like, look, we can all do like, this is for us. Mm-hmm. Like, look at it, look at it. Cause I started in LA and there's a lot of other people that did in LA, you know, we typically you move to LA, you don't start in LA. And so I want to be like, you know, LA has a scene too, even if most of it is like people coming in from outside no, of the sure, city sure. and everything. But I, I kind of, so I kind of just invited like, a couple of buddies and we just took over the green room and it was really fun. Nice. Yeah. And then you went home and watched it that night? I went home. I kind of like just sat in a chair for a while, just taking it all in and kind of doing that. And then there's a little sort of, uh, it closed down now, but there's this, this place called echoes under sunset, um, which, uh, was kind enough to, uh, do a like live viewing party of it. So we just like nice hooked it up on a big projector and, there are tons of fucking people there, and we just watched it and then got drunk. It was great. Very, very cool. Um, any other? Uh, see, that's that's the only late night stuff that you've done. Yeah, I've done some others. I mean, I um, had a, there's uh, this new channel called Vice Land, which is the yeah. the Vi- Vice's um, uh, new network that they're launching. There's a show on there called Flop House. I wanted to ask you about that. So. You were on that show? Yeah, yeah, I was okay. on that. I was on the season finale of um, the first season, which aired uh, a few months ago. Yeah, this year. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, I did that. That's the, uh, what, what's his name? Bang, bangs. Lance, Lance Bangs. Lance Bangs, yeah, Lance that's Bangs. That's his deal, right? Uh, that's his show, and uh, yeah, the people that kind of were always hosting the show 
um, at least the one in L.A. They would go to like a different comedy, quote unquote, flop house and, you know, have uh, have the local people there. Um, the people that lived in the L.A. house were like are some of like my closest uh, friends. Uh, this guy, Eric Dorian and Solomon Giorgio and James Austin Johnson. Um, and I was like Claire O'Kane. She's in a lot of those, too. But, yeah, that, that was a, that was another thing that I got to do. And that was a really fun, like half party, half comedy stand up show sort of thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I think I just recognized the name you said. Do you do a podcast with one of those guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Eric Dodorian and I have a podcast called Whatever, where we talk about whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's like one of my all-time favorite comedians and, and really close friends. Right on. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about that besides you talk about whatever? What days it comes out? How many? Uh, how long? Uh, you we doing usually it? release on Fridays. We're not going to do that this week because of the holiday. But um, yeah, we release on Fridays. And I think I, wait, got... you're, li- you're like the uh, the trash pickup. It gets pushed yeah. back a day. When, yeah, when there's yeah. a holiday. We're, we we take we you know three day weekend. We're going to take a break. Um, also, I was out of town. I am out of town right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just usually do it on Fridays, and we just have a friend on and. It's a very we play some dumb little Twitter games and stuff and it's just a very, very silly silly podcast. Yeah. Right on. How long have you been doing that one? Um, I think we've got about ten or twelve under our belt. We haven't been doing it too long, but we've been releasing it like one a week. So okay. yeah. It's it's still a baby. Yeah, it's a baby boy. It's still a baby. I uh the one well, I think the last thing I want to ask you about sketch sketch stuff is um some people I've seen sometimes they uh, you know like Saturday Night Live got accused of this I think in the last season of stealing someone else's idea. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember Mad that TV's going coming back. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Mad TV's coming back. Yeah. Have you, have you ever lo- seen anything that resembles anything you've done? No, I mean I also I haven't really watched Mad TV in a while, but um or SNL, but I you know whenever it comes down to almost anything like that of people accusing someone like I you know. You do see jokes like I see it more with jokes than anything of like, OK, that's a similar premise or like, OK, that's the same punchline, basically. But to me, it's like the, it just is a waste of time to worry about that stuff. It's like we're all drawing from pretty similar experiences and we're yeah. all pretty smart comedians. It's like there's, you know, a lot of the reasons why jokes are funny and can make like a huge room laugh is because we were just one step ahead of like the crowd, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that they couldn't figure it out on their own and, or another comedian couldn't. It's just like, who's getting to that punchline. So I don't know. I've, I've had a couple instances on both sides where, and especially when you first start out, I think you're a little more precious with everything, mm-hmm. but, um, so they sort of put that nowadays. I'm like, I don't fucking care if someone's, if I walked in and someone was doing my whole act, I'm like, oh, fine. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll just go do it wherever else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just, but I mean, I get it. I get why people get get upset by it and everything. But it's just to me, it's kind of just like you got bigger fish to fry. You know, just sure. do just do your jokes. Sure, sure, fair enough. Did you get a uh, Did you get a car to drive around while you're here in town? No, I'm uh, I'm on foot. I'm I on foot. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to be on foot and uh, not have to deal with driving coming from L.A. It's almost like a vacation when I don't have to. Uh, when they tell me that the hotel's right next to the club, I'm like. All right. Yeah. Well, just tell me where the other bar is when the club closes, and then we'll be <laughs> fine. And then I'll really have all my bases covered. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I uh, so I brought this thing along. 
This is something, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Okay. I took this. I actually made a photocopy of something I found in my daughter's backpack on the last day of school. <laughs> okay. All right. It says it's summertime. Would you rather? This is something that my daughter was given <laughs> okay. in the last couple of days okay. of school, and I'm going to ask you some of these questions. Okay, great. All right. I see the look on your face looks like this. you don't think this is the worst idea. I love hypotheticals. Okay, perfect. And th- now keep in mind, these were uh, given to a 10-year-old. Right on my level. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I've, I looked it over. I've crossed out some of them, but uh, uh, we'll start off with this one. And I, you know, you got back up your answers, of course. I know. Yeah, yeah, You, yeah, you yeah. know. You know. Uh, I'm you- a pretty smart 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you rather? Uh, would you rather have to wear your swimsuit on stage or carry around a large beach umbrella all day? Swimsuit on swimsuit? stage. Swimsuit. Yeah. 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 I don't like carrying stuff around. No. <laughs> These hands are not meant for work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Uh, okay. Okay. That's the correct answer. No, <laughs> oh, great. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, would you rather? Uh, Go on a one-week vacation anywhere in the world that you want, or would you rather go on a month-long vacation, but you have to stay within 200 miles of your hometown? Hmm. Hmm. My hometown would be... Well, I guess I could go on a month-long vacation to Savannah, but I... Savannah, Georgia, beautiful. (laughs) Uh, But no, I would want to take... I would take the week, because I also get a little restless on vacation after a while. So I would take a week... I would go somewhere I've never been before that is far away from Florida and um, and really enjoy it. Have you? Where have you traveled? Well, let's delve into um, that real quick. I mean, have you I, gone outside the country? I, I've gone outside the country. I mean, we used to go on like cruises a little bit, like down to the Bahamas, if that counts. But then I have gone to like Spain, France, and Italy. I was a little too young to appreciate it. I'd like to do that again, I think, because I, when I went out, I was like, you know, like just turning into a teenager. So mm. I was like over it and napping all the time. Um, you know, but uh, this is stupid. This is stupid, and then I'm just like jerking off in the <laughs> in the Vatican. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm trying. I I would probably want to go back there, or um, I've always wanted to go. I've I've never even gone to Hawaii, so I would all. I that's like the next thing I want to do is I just want to go to like Hawaii or one of those sort of like Bora Bora, mm-hmm. like just you know crystal blue water. My wife mentions Bora Bora. I'm like, do you? Did you just hear that like on a I cartoon? I don't even know if it's a real place. Is it a real place? Like, exactly. Kalamazoo, Walla Walla. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> Bora Bora. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Timbuktu. I, I just I want a I want a mai tai and and uh, and like clear blue water. That's what I want. All right, all right. Uh, go to the beach, but forget your towel, or go to the beach, but forget your sunscreen. Um, I would have to. For I would have I just would have to forget my towel. Yeah, I I I can't go without sunscreen. I would I would you know you you see me I'm translucent. D- ditto. <laughs> You're looking right through me right now. Yeah, we're, we're looking through each other right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I spent most of uh, July third on a on the Saint Croix River. My friends invited us out on a boat. Oh, that's great. And I put on the I call it liquid sweater. Sure. Yeah, and SPF I yeah fifty. I like right go. I like getting in the pool. I like being by the lake or at the beach and all that. But yeah, I've got a. I mean, even if I'm just going out on a hike, I have to wear tons of sunscreen. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, white nerds right here. Yep, absolutely. Uh, get stung by, th- <laughs> get stung by three bees or uh, another sunburn or get a really bad sunburn. <sighs> Which kind of pain? I think I would still have to go with the bees because I've I've. Um, I know I'm not allergic and the last time I got somebody B, I was four 
and I cried like a three-year-old. <laughs> and uh, I think that uh, I think I could handle the pain a little bit better now, even though there's three. But sunburns, man, I just cannot. I just can't deal with it. It just ruins my whole life, and it looks so oh, god awful. I just yeah, I take the bee stings. You haven't been sung by a bee since you were four. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We worked out a deal. I, apparently, <laughs> wow. That... I don't eat honey, and uh, they don't sting me. Or go outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, would you uh, rather ha- have a lemonade stand every day for a month to make extra money, mm-hmm. or do yard work for a week? Uh, lemonade stand for sure. I used to do um, yard work actually when I was like whatever high school for my family my grandmother my great-grandmother and my family's house i basically did all the mowing the lawns and weeding and all those any money involved uh no no this was more just like this is your duty as a member of the family Mm -hmm. um and uh and it i mean it's god awful it's so hot i mean it's florida so it's god awful and um yeah i would rather I don't even remember what the other one was, but I would I just hate yard work so much. I never want a. That's the thing too. Is like, whenever anyone starts talking about like having a house and anything, like I just start having a nightmare because I'm like the last thing I want in my life is a yard. Really? Yeah. I. I mean, maybe like rocks are fine or whatever, but I. Uh, no, nothing I got to take care of. Interesting. Uh, I'm the opposite. I yeah. I owned a house and now I'm in a townhome, and the fact I don't have a yard to take care of but, drives yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I want. I want a yard. I, yeah. want, I have a little patio garden just mm-hmm. to get as much as I can. No, so. I'm like, I don't even want to deal with a succulent. <laughs> <laughs> you can succulent. Yeah, succulent on that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. They're, these are going to get pretty controversial, so I hope you're ready. Uh, the 10-year-olds take a, take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, let's see. Would you rather have as much ice cream as you want this summer, but only vanilla, hmm. or you get to have ice cream three times, but you can have whatever flavor you want? I definitely would. Uh, I, I actually, I'm a vanilla boy. I like vanilla, so I'll, I'll take if I can have as much as I want. I'll, I'll make that deal with mm-hmm. the uh, with the vanilla with the white devil. <laughs> white devil. <laughs> I'm gonna cross that out and write white devil here. Yeah, there right? you go. If I ever use this again, uh, let's see. Would you rather have a job working as a lifeguard or uh, have a job working as a carnival ride op- operator? Ooh, I... Can you swim? Both are so dangerous. Um, I guess I would rather be a ride operator. Really? Yeah, you know, because for one thing, I think they get a bad rap, and I feel like I could bring some sophistication to the whole operation. So. Okay, well then, if let's say this, because this is something I always try to pull, and I think I always assume a lot of people do this. Mm. It gets to be we're at the state fair, or some other some place where t- where it takes tickets to ride sure. get on a ride. Sure, and uh, you know, let's say it says you know six tickets, and we need twelve of them mm-hmm. for two people. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of just crumple like fold them up and then just hand them to the guy. Like, sure, there's ten. He's not really going to count them. Yeah, and let's just let us in. Would you be Would you be that? Would you be okay with that? I'd be okay with that for sure. But i I would also I would also encourage um, cash tips. Cash tips. Yeah, yeah. Like at a fancy restaurant. There, there we go. And then you get the you, then you get the nice seat and at the front <laughs> of the roller coaster and everything. Extra time on the mm-hmm. tilt whirl. Yeah, I, I like. It. <laughs> uh, but now we'll see how vain you are. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather get a brand new bicycle, or get a set a new set of clothes every day all summer long? 
I would rather get new clothes. New clothes? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I um you know, you can't you can never bust too many good looks and I don't know, I haven't been on a bike in uh I can't remember the last time I went on a bike actually. I think I was probably drunk at home in Florida driving around riding around St. Augustine actually, but it's been a really long time. So I probably have forgotten how to ride one at this point. You don't have a bike out in LA? Mm-mm. No? No, no, no. The parking's too bad for uh for bikes. <laughs> Skateboard? Too crowded. <laughs> no, I just I either I either drive or Uber or Lyft or walk. I actually do walk a lot in mm-hmm. life, but um, I'm the only one. <laughs> uh, we'll do a few more of these. Um, oh, have the, w- would you rather have the best summer ever, but then not be able to remember any of it, or have an ordinary summer and be able to remember everything? Uh, I'm pretty used to having the best time ever and not remembering it. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with that one. I feel like that's probably what's going to happen anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think you always go for uh, a better time over an ordinary time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have your whole body turn bright blue whenever you get wet or your hair turn neon green whenever you're in the sunlight? Hmm. Green hair or blue skin? I really like, um, I've always liked the color green, so I think I would go with green hair in the sun. Green I hair? I think, that, I think I could make that work. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend in college that had green hair. Yeah. And he did it that way. Yeah. We're all, it's all good. I, had a I didn't friend, know anybody with blue skin. I, I had a friend with blue skin, but turns out they were just, uh, they were very ill. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they, they asking they, me for yeah. mouth to mouth. They kept like putting their hands around their neck and like pointing at it. I was like, I don't know what you're saying, is this, dude. Is this a game? <laughs> yeah. Tell me what we're playing. <laughs> All right, one more here. Would you rather have an exchange student from another country stay with you for the whole summer, or would you rather be that exchange student? Um, I'd rather be the exchange student. Yeah, I'd rather go check somewhere else out. Um. Even though it could be someplace terrible, I guess, or someplace really hot. But uh, yeah, I'd rather do that. I'm not, I don't like being a host. I think I'm a great guest, terrible host. Okay. Because I, I get out of people's hair and I can go out into the world and not worry about anything and basically just come home to like sleep on a bed. But whenever someone else is in my space, I feel like, I don't know, it's always like a monkey on my back. I got to like deal with this person. Sure. Uh, do you ever do that Airbnb? Uh, sometimes when I'm on the road, I'll, I'll do it, and I typically it's always really great, and the people are usually pretty friendly, and they're kind of like if you want to interact with them, you can, and if not, you can kind of just do your own thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's good. Okay, yeah, I've I, I've never done that. I I suggested it uh, to my wife recently, and she thought I was asking her to stay in a prison. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you want to get uh, sexually assaulted? Or uh, no, that's not what I'm asking you. Like, but that's what she was listening. To. Yeah, yeah, no, nope. Um, speaking of my wife, she bought a ticket uh, to that Adele concert the night before. She bought it uh, Monday to go to last night's show. Smart. Because the yeah, because it sold out. Like the that show sold out in seconds. It went, yeah. went on sale months ago. Uh, so she waited the last minute, went, she paid $200 for mm. tickets for the uh, 100 level. It's the most you've ever paid for a concert ticket. Not even close to that. I think maybe the most I've ever paid is maybe 50. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Who who do you think that was to? Um I went to the Hollywood Bowl to see St. Vincent and Erica Badu. Oh. And it was a great great time, but yeah, tickets were I mean, maybe $45 each. It wasn't that bad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend doing 200 Mm-mm, No. For almost anything. Almost anything. I saw the um, 
the Mega Millions. Do you ever buy lottery tickets? Um, every once in a while, if it's like a lot, or if I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't the 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 you don't have any fear of winning. Because I call that too much money. Oh, like they, people they're saying that this next one on Friday is going to be five hundred over five hundred million. The the lotto curse. There's like apparently a lottery curse too. Of like, if you win the lottery, then like someone in your family dies, or you you know you go bankrupt. It's just because yeah, you're an idiot and you have all this money and you're like doing something stupid. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not. A, I wouldn't be afraid of that i think it would be i think i know how to handle it for but then of course um i would probably just wind up dead within like a month <laughs> i just think about i you know the people on the periphery of my life that mm. would be like dude buddy it's pretty hard to play it off when you win that much money yeah yeah and but then like i think sometimes you can choose not to be public about it so maybe that's what you should do maybe you win and then you just don't tell anybody and people are like, wait, you haven't worked in like 35 years. Wait, wait a second. Wait, why, why do you have three butlers? <laughs> <laughs> you never drive over anymore. You're always getting dropped off yeah. in that limo. Yeah. Uh, convenience. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, it's a new app. <laughs> new app, yeah. Well, well, well if, if let's just pretend you bought a ticket and you win this Friday, what, what would you, what would be the first thing you splurge on? Um... I'd probably get my car fixed. Um, might get my engine checked out. Uh, what's, you don't know what's maybe, wrong with the car? Maybe, I, might, I might splurge on something like, I don't know, health insurance? Uh, <laughs> you know, that could be kind of cool. Maybe to, do, maybe to maybe to buy some floss? Alan, <laughs> hey, 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 come on now. You're getting carried away here. You're getting carried away. Life insurance, health insurance. Oh, God. I know. I know. I'm a dreamer. What yeah. can I say? Maybe you want to get a bike. Yeah. It's been a while. Maybe a bike. Maybe a bike. Maybe a tandem. They're not cheap anymore. No. They're not cheap anymore. Uh, what else? Should, is there anything else we should be mentioning here before uh, before we're done here? Um, the people need to know about you. Do you bring anything? So you have? You, do you bring anything to no, sell? Just, do you have anything to push on people uh, after the shows? I'm selling kisses after the show. Selling kisses. Uh, no, I'm just here. Um, just uh, just with the with the jokes in my pocket. So yeah. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, come through. Come laugh. I, uh, I, I did think of something I was going to ask you here. I noticed on the uh, uh, on each of the sets I watch of yours online, mm-hmm. at the beginning of your set, mm-hmm. you name how many jokes are coming. Mm-hmm. Is that something you still do? Yeah, I do that every once in a while. It depends on, it depends on how I'm feeling and what the show's kind of like. But um, So when you're doing 55, 50 minutes, hour here. Sometimes, sometimes, say, I'll, I have... sometimes I'll still count them and let you know. Sometimes I just go right into it. Okay. That's how I feel. But um, yeah, I like to. I mean, like, I think the most I've ever done on stage was something like uh, 59 or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. So 59 or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. But um. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tell you fifty nine jokes. I'm gonna tell you fifty nine. Count, start counting. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It does kind of set a set a tone. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It lets you know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah now he has my attention. Mm. All right. Pro- you better, you better back it well, up. Well, that's the other thing too is that like I've noticed people will come up to me after shows and be like, "Well, I only counted 17. It's like, well, you know, you're supposed to laugh at all of them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, that's a good. I, I've been doing that for a while and. I, I think it's a good way to I just think it's a good way to jump in. Yeah, no, I yeah. like it. I like it. Um well that's all I have for us, I think. Cool. Um continued success, sir. I mean, you're moving fast. Thank you, man. So, yeah, things are going good. Uh come back here in a year and we'll do this again. 
perfect. Love and, it. And uh, for people listening to this, come out and see Alan and all and his two other names. Yeah, those guys too. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs>